Hello and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Jamie Petten, co-founder at SaaS North and director of marketing at LSpark. I hope you enjoy it. Today, I'm very pleased to have Jamie Patton, who's a director of marketing for Elspark, which is an incubator, accelerator, which we are term do you prefer? an accelerator. So okay. we work exclusively with B2B and enterprise SaaS companies across Canada to help them scale revenues from about 10 to 30K in MRR, 10X to over 100K MRR in our nine-month program. Well, so how long has Elspark been going? How long have you been with Elspark? So as a part of the founding team, uh, Elspark was founded three years ago. And so we are just in the process of working with our fourth cohort. Uh, we have 36 companies in the portfolio now. Wow. and uh, So is it a cohort of 12? And no, uh, small, eight. it depends. Depends right. each year. Uh, we go through a heavy vetting and selection process, wherein our business development team will reach out to the Canadian SaaS community, entrepreneurs um, that are you know interested in joining the accelerator program. Hold office hours with them, and then we actually bring in uh, a majority of the investment community across Canada. So lots of the VCs that you see here today at SaaS North, whether it's BDC or Anovia or White Cup, um, and we ask the men and women from those firms to make a selection on our behalf. So depending That's on... Small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then it's double vetted and we're ensured that we're working with a high potential group of companies. Uh, and uh, and then we're off to the races for nine months helping them to grow revenues and then subsequently raising investment if all goes well. So in terms of the... If there are any like SaaS founders, startups out there, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what criteria other than like the stage that they're at... Uh, do you have a, I mean, I didn't expect you to go through the whole criteria, yeah, but yeah. is there any kind of shortcut tips or, or pointers you can give people, which means, yeah, we'd be more interested if you were like this or like that? Yeah, so I think just basics, Canadian, um, and B2B or enterprise software. So we yeah. don't really play in the consumer SaaS space. Uh, and then from... Uh, stage perspective, uh, as long as the companies have a product in market uh, and they found product market fit, we really come into play to provide uh, insight uh, and an aggressive uh, mentorship model that will help the companies to create month-over-month growth in their sales process. So as long as there's some early sales, we can then help them to find repeatability. You, can yeah, you can't yeah. build on nothing. Yeah, you yeah. Something. Yeah, exactly. So, and how long is the program? The program's nine months, uh, and so we'll work with the companies uh, in a concentrated, high-touch way over the course of the nine months to help them get to their goals. Uh, typically, we'll bring in, well, we will always bring in a mentor. Our mentors are seasoned execs from the tech and SaaS space across Canada who are dedicated one-to-one for the whole nine months. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so those companies have a unique opportunity to really embed that mentor into the company and get them to pull up their socks and do a bit of work on their behalf as well. Um, they build a plan from the top down on you know, where do they want to be and what do they want to achieve uh, nine months from now. And then we work backwards to keep them accountable to the plan. So we uh, slap them around a little bit in <laughs> weekly operational review meetings, but it's all for their benefit. Uh, 
you know, when you're in a high growth scale company um, and you've you know, brought in enough revenue to indicate uh, that investment is a good good idea, founders then have to become accountable to a board. And so we are trying to get them into cadence of accountability, even in advance uh, of bringing in any venture. No, that's great. And it's so important because there's no point in having the best, you know, the best product in the world if, if, if you can't find a way to run the business side of it properly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, but you haven't always been in SaaS, have you? No. So, if we sort of back up, yeah. Uh, what were you doing before you joined Elspark? Uh, so three and a half years ago, I was lying on a beach in Jamaica. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was an awful job. I hated it, <laughs> especially in the wintertime. Uh, no, so prior to Elspark, I spent four years launching and growing a boutique hotel in Negril, Jamaica. And so uh, to say that I was not in tech in SaaS is not gross understatement. It was a huge learning curve for me to understand the community and the players within the community as I came into my Elspark role. But um, at the same time, you know, my role encompassed everything from you know, building out operations, marketing, sales, and business development, um, and even some investment with you know the business development Bank of Canada, the National Bank of Jamaica, and some angel investors. And um, what I realized over the course of that time is, you know, SaaS is an underpinning to operating enterprise SaaS is, is the underpinning of operating any healthy business. Uh, it is now, <laughs> and all things it is now. So all things kind of came full circle for me. So what persuaded you to leave your Jamaican? Beach dream job. Yeah, I um, I think what I was so passionate about in the four years that I was in Jamaica is in the uh, experience of building a business from the ground up, and um, and there were key lessons that I learned along the way. Once we got to the point, though, of uh, full occupancy and uh, healthy sales, repeatable sales. I just started to get really bored, and I wanted to work with startups again and get my hands dirty in, in growing and building a new venture. So you're a, a marketer that's always looking for a fresh challenge. Mm-hmm. You've been there and done that. Yeah, yeah, a little cool. bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the interesting thing about your situation is, you know, these uh, however many cohorts you've had, <laughs> three cohorts, 36 uh, SaaS startups, uh, you must have seen... Uh, just in that short time, you must have had some insights into the way that these companies can grow. Yeah, grow quite quickly because hey, that's what you guys do. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think lending back even to the time that I was in Jamaica, we so the project itself was a six million dollar project, but from a marketing perspective, we did not have any marketing spend. It just nice. you know it all went into zero budget marketing. Zero budget marketing. Um, <laughs> it all went into the beauty of the property. Uh, and as it should have, and so we were really scrappy in the early days, and there were some things that I learned along the way just in terms of you know, creating discover discoverability right at the onset. So, you know, it's not really enough just to pop up a landing page or pop up a website and build it and they will come. Um, we recognized very early on that we needed to get out to, you know, third-party sites and have our brand um, there and, and out there. So we were very early uh, early in adopting TripAdvisor as that first point of contact. Uh, and we built out the sales uh, all from an inbound perspective. And so in order to do that, uh, the first thing we did was work on our customer experience. And customer experience for us in Jamaica equaled brand. So you know, the more 
that our um, hotel attendees were enjoying the experience and more that they were rating us higher on TripAdvisor. We ended up becoming the number one hotel and TripAdvisor in Jamaica and still wow. are to this day. Um, so is there something to learn from, from that maybe for SaaS companies? That, yeah. you know, it's about customer experience, it's about creating a, a brand with great values that looks after customers from the start. I think so, yeah, and I think that you know we've recognized that with our portfolio companies. They've found product market fit, and they have a few early adopters for them to really uh, concentrate on those customers and their experience, um, and then subsequently you know, leveraging them as advocates within their industry then to bring in new customers, and that's what we did in Jamaica, and it worked really well. Uh, what it helped to do, though, is to also let, build up the credibility of our brand so that we could access channel um, as a private property in, in that country uh, it wasn't easy for us to get on the online tour operators like Expedia and Booking.com in the early days and we were being vetted and vetted and vetted and it's very similar for our SaaS companies you know you're yeah. one off one off trying nobody to make, knows you yeah nobody knows nobody you cares. you're trying to make sales any way you can just to keep you know the team fed. it's all about the hustle exactly um, but they are those channels, you know, if you do it right, are vetting you. And so building a brand through that customer experience enabled us um, the credibility to get onto channel. And once we got onto channel, it was um, an instant influx of, as many SaaS companies would say, yeah. influx of customers. Um, and then at that point, it's all operations and in ensuring that you can keep the boat afloat. <laughs> so day to day, you know, what does your role at Hellspark encompass? Is it working, you know, with these startups or, or is it just spreading the good word about what you guys do? It's been a combination of both. Right. Uh, it, you know, we as ourselves have been building a brand at Hellspark and also building out our customer experience. And so in our three years, we've worked really closely with our startups to ensure success for them. Um, but we take a portfolio approach in terms of the companies that we work with and know that the stretch goals that we're creating for them, not all of them will meet. Uh, but, a, a, you know, a select few will. And, um, and so my role has encompassed everything from the building of Elspark's brand uh, and the building of the SaaS community that we see here to the founding of SaaS North Conference. Uh, and then providing. Some we haven't even talked about SaaS. Yeah. <laughs> Tertiary marketing experience, um, you know, just additional advice that I can provide along the way from my background. But one thing that I think we have learned at Elspark, even um, from a SaaS marketing perspective, We've, uh, in building our community, have created amazing events, and subsequently out of those events have created a lot of great content. But um, to create content is, uh, it's not enough. Distribution is everything. Yeah. And, um, and I think we're really uh, starting to solve that problem for ourselves. Uh, by way of you know bringing in an excellent community manager who's just like living and breathing online to get our yep. content out there, um, and now leveraging the community that we do have to, to share. That's great. I mean, that sounds like you're you're really motoring, and uh, you know the reputation. Just, I mean, we've never met before, but uh, you know what I see of Elspark online, mm -hmm. it's just really proactive and there's a, there's a lot going on. Thank you. It just comes across really well. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. That's great. Um, so, should we talk about the SAS North? Sure. The, so, this is so where we are me, today. Yeah, so tell me the the, the backstory to SAS North. 
The kids are only two years old? We are, year? Yeah, this is our second conference. So um, two and a half years ago, uh, Leo and Pat and I, we might have been driving to a conference ourselves, but we were talking about how um, we had just attended Saster and we're very impressed with the community that Jason was building in San Francisco. Uh, however, the content and the delegation was extremely US-centric. We didn't see a lot of Canadian success stories making their way to the stage. And, um, and there are some great ones. And there are some amazing <laughs> ones, as we've seen here at the conference. So um, we started to talk about you know, our own Canadian SaaS ecosystem and the many successes that span across the country, whether it's you know, Bootspeed Out in Vancouver or Real Matters now in Toronto, Shopify in Ottawa. Um, and so there, you know, those are the big exits or you know privately listed companies. But there's a groundswell of startups oh, ton, yeah. and mid-sized companies that we engage with and interact with all of the time. Uh, and we, and what we you know thought of was how can we bring everybody together uh, from our Canadian community to shine a light on what's happening north of the border in our ecosystem, but also to educate the SaaS companies that are growing up. Uh, now with tactical strategies through the content that you know is delivered through the conference. Uh, there are a lot of startup conferences that focus on entrepreneurship and starting yeah. a company and being a founder. We wanted to go a layer deeper from that and really uh, you know dig into digital marketing, inbound and outbound, customer success and onboarding, product, product management, UI and UX, um, so that these founders could arm their teams with the tactical strategies they would need to succeed here. So there's three of you in the car. There's three of us in the you car. talk about this, you oh. decide it's a good idea and then you just make it happen? Well, no, not quite. <laughs> we didn't do it on our own at all. Uh, we started a steering committee. So one of our lessons learned and what we'd even you know, encourage our companies to do is create an advisory board and bring together the leaders in the industry to help us to shape the direction of where they should go and, and gain feedback of you know what they're wanting to learn and network from. Um, and so our initial steering committee came together and you know, two and a half years ago, uh, we, we hit the ground running really quickly, actually. We had, you know, not multiple speakers confirmed, sponsorship confirmed, um, but what we didn't have was event production expertise <laughs> at all. So uh, Cube Business Media came in as a partner of ours in our first year. That's a smart move. Yeah. And, outsource the stuff you don't know about. And, and um, what they've been able to do is create a quality experience for our community um, so that all of the details are left... Um, you know, to them and, and the delegates can just enjoy, you know, meeting one another and learning from the speakers. Uh, and so they've enabled us to really scale the conference um, and are just, you know, running with it like crazy. You know, and you're just two years in. So, you know, where, where do you see it going? Do you think, you know, you're already planning next year? Yeah. I think you've got the early bird tickets out. Is I'm right? sure we do. Yeah. <laughs> Cube is way ahead of the curve on okay. every front. Um, How do you see it sort of developing well, I think twofold. Uh, we, of course, want to you know, grow the community and grow the audience here at SAS North and grow the delegation. Um, I think we've hit a good critical mass of the players in the Canadian SAS ecosystem. How can we now bring in others you know, from around the world en masse uh, to learn from our Canadian success stories and provide their feedback back? So I think growing, growing this community here in person, as well as growing our online community. So I was mentioning before, distribution is everything. Um, we have all of this amazing content, video content, blog content, and Aaron Blasky, our community manager, is just 
you know, in the process right now, pulling all of that together into a publication, uh, yeah. Voice of the North. Uh, and so I'd really love to see our delegation, you know, live and breathe online through the content throughout the year and yeah, so grow that engagement. So it's not just a, an annual event, but it's an ongoing dialogue with exactly. with everybody in the SaaS market in Canada and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. And beyond. So, uh, experienced professional marketer. Mm-hmm. Now with uh, SaaS expertise, mm-hmm. is it one thing that, that maybe a couple things? But is there anything that you do to make sure that you know you you don't burn out, that you uh, you know balance your work, uh, your professional work, and your and your life? Uh, it's it's a, a great question and a timely one. Uh, I personally recently uh, had a health scare, and I think it's put a lot into perspective. Um, everything's fine, but I think for me, I'm I'm getting better at it. Uh, just taking the times to take breaks, reflect, and um, pause. Uh, you know, as a founder in any startup, or you know, being a part of a startup team, the hustle and the grind. It's if if you're in the right company and you're really enjoying it, it's thrilling. Um, and we all you know live and breathe growing companies. Um, Making something from nothing. Making something from nothing. (laughs) But at the same time, uh, I I can't, I think it's really resonated with me now more than ever. So we have to um, uh, keep ourselves healthy and build ourselves up before we can um, put our best foot forward into the companies we're building. So do you do yoga or run? Hot yoga every once in a while. Um, Hot yoga? Yeah. It's in a kind of steamy room. Yeah, it just clears the head and um, sets me right for the day. But in addition to that, you know, just taking small breaks throughout the day to, you know, have a glass of water and yeah. think about how things are going. Go outside. Go outside, take a walk. <laughs> yeah, those types of things. And then yeah. I do, I really do try, um, not for the full weekends, but at least on a Sunday, to just shut off and enjoy the time with my family and my friends. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I... I Put that question today to four or five founders, CEOs, and it's amazing. I think you know it's testament to uh, Canada, really, that uh, the old view of like working at eighteen-hour days and you know like crushing it uh, is being seen finally as being unrealistic, and, and people are trying to balance stuff out because. Yeah, we, all, we all know where that leads eventually. Yeah, and I think business... You can do it for a bit. <laughs> business happens, you know, throughout the day, 24 hours a day. Um, and now, more than ever, in a you know, cloud-based business environment, it's easy to continue working. Um, and the 9 to 5 just is not a reality. But no. being able to, you know, as I said, take breaks, um, take a step back at any time intermittently throughout the day, um, I think is, it's really key and important to keeping a fresh and healthy mind. Great. Well, it's great to see you. Great to yes, meet you thank here. You. And uh, glad the health scare is over. Yeah, all good. Um, thanks very much for putting up with us here. Yeah. At <laughs> no problem. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jamie. For more info on the SAS North Conference, please visit www.sasnorth.com. For more info on LSPARC, please visit www.l-spark.com. Next week, I'll be talking with Craig Fitzpatrick, founder and CEO at PageCloud. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, please visit www.47insights.com slash podcast. 
And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, get in touch via that page. Until next time. Oh, 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 o